Hello, my name is David Smith, and this is my lovely wife. Linda Smith. And we are the Retired Party at Two, and we want to thank you again for joining us on this broadcast. Now, first thing we want you to do is make sure that you like and... Subscribe and share. That's it. We always like, subscribe, and share. So I think today what we want to talk about on this podcast, we want to deal a little bit about... Uh, marriage and, and look at marriage God's way Marriage God's way I know we have opened up In the previous podcast We kind of talked about Each other We talked about our marriage We talked about our family We talked about who we are right. We pretty much introduced you To who we are So now we want to Kind of go a little bit Into um, marriage And God's perspective of marriage So um, I think today uh, We were talking about Looking at What does it kind of mean To Leave your father and mother um, So you know A little bit about leaving and cleaving What does that mean leaving and cleaving And one of the things that um, From um, Genesis It says that therefore shall a man Leave his father and his mother And shall cleave unto his wife And they shall become one flesh That's Genesis chapter 2 Verse 24 And so um, We'll kind of just talk about how that looks When you and I Got married and we had to leave our homes. What? What? How, how did they kind of look in at that time when we first got married? Mm, I think when we first got married, and uh, in, in anyone who goes into a marriage, and you may be able to witness to this, if you've been at home uh, with your parents, it's uh, kind of scary leaving home and leaving your parents, leaving your mother and father, and taking on another life because you gotta, you have to realize that you actually taking. Uh, two different people from two different backgrounds and making that background work. So uh, it was kind of scary leaving uh, mother and father behind. But the Bible says that you must leave mother and father and cleave unto your uh, spouse. And so that's what we uh, both uh, did at that point, uh, leave and cleave. You know, I was, I, it brought back memories uh, when, when uh, my wife and I first got married. Um, and we left our parents I would always wonder uh, Why she would go to her mother's house every day And you know so when I get out of work We'd be trying to Now back then we didn't have cell phones We had pagers or beepers I don't know if y'all familiar with that yeah. And so we would beep each other or page each other and we would put the number in which we wanted them to call us on. Or, or if we were at work, we'd put the number. If I was at work or whatever location he was. And so I would say, why you still at your mama house? I said, you, you should have left your mama house. You need to be on your way on. And then you would sometimes, don't, all right, David, don't start that. So, you know, it's kind of you know, it's kind of hard when you, are, when you first get married and then you leave your parents. But when you get married, then you're back at home. With them visiting every day, right? You know, right. yeah. It's it's pretty scary uh, if you uh, when you first become married, uh, if you're under the household with your parents and then leaving uh, and actually uh, coming together with your spouse to make that work. Uh, it's like you're leaving your comfortable environment True. and you're going into an environment that you uh, are unaware of. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how it's going to mix together. So, But you always have to learn, leaving mother and father, you have to create your own space with that individual. That's true. So it's good when you create a good space for yourself. That is so true. So when you talk about leaving and you're talking about cleaving, you know, when you cleave, you're, you're joining together. You're coming mm -hmm. together as glue. You're bonding. And I think uh, when you leave your home uh, or leave your parents, that gives you time for that bonding time. It's not to say 
not to go back and visit, but I think it's, it's, it's time for you to start putting what priority in with your with your with your significant spouse. Um, now, now we finna get deep into this because most relationships don't like to talk about this. Now, my mother was a good cook, and uh, she loved to cook, and so was uh, Linda's mother. She was a good cook, and so uh, you know when I would get off work. So now I'm finna put this on me. Mm-hmm. So when I would get off work, I would sometimes stop by Mama's house, and Mama be done cook. And so you know I wasn't thinking that you know once. Linda would get home that she would cook and then I wouldn't be hungry. Now, if you ever want to see confusion, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so I'm saying all that to say we have to be careful when we're leaving that sometimes we have to get used to our wife's cooking. So do you want to talk about that? Because I want you to put that on the table. I don't want to put yes, you on the spot. Absolutely okay, go do. ahead. And, go ahead, and, go ahead. and like, you, like you were saying, <laughs> he was so used to his mom cooking, and she was an excellent cook because uh, she was an excellent cook and an excellent baker. And so when he would, he was just as bad as I was going to yeah, was. going back to his mom's. And so he would go there, and of course she would cook, she would always cook every day. And so I'm sure he was used to eating his mom's cooking. So he would eat uh, when he went to his mom so when he would come home I would uh, uh, leave work go home and cook and then he would come home not be hungry and I'm like wait a minute now <laughs> so either you coming home or you gonna go to your mom's and so uh, that's <laughs> that's when you kind of talk about the leaving and cleaving yeah uh, and it's not that you uh, you know you don't dis you dislike what your significant other has prepared you're just used to uh, being at home with their parents and doing what's done in that household, eating out of that household and making everything happen out of that household. So once you have to leave that, you have to come home. So you have to know when the breaking point. And so I would always say to him, look, if you're going to go to your mom, you're going to eat at your mom, we need to eat together. So if you're going to eat there, then we both need to go eat there. So, uh, But we got that uh, into tech uh, at the end. So didn't have a problem with that at all. Amen. Because I like his mom's cooking also so we we both like this mom cooking so but we had to learn that we had to leave that and we had to uh create our own meal plan at home and not go to his mom's all the time you know so then when we did do that we uh created a space that we did prepare food and then his mom began to come sometime and eat with us sure did so uh leaving in cleveland is not always bad that uh we can always keep it mixed together that's right yeah so man let me share with you if your wife is not that excellent cook then at least try to help her uh be honest and Tell her what ingredients are um, that you like, you know, what seasonings that you like in order to make it better. Don't um, put it off on the burner. Um, Because even when I did go to my mom's house, you know, and after I see sometimes she would get upset because I beat and already have eaten, then uh, I would just try to force it and eat it because I did not want to hurt her feelings. And I think that's what love does. When you love somebody, um, you try to do all that you can to please the other person. In fact, when you talk about the agape love, agape love is seeking the highest good in the other person. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want her to be hurt because she was doing the best that she could to cook and for our family. And so, um, I, you know, we all went home to eat and I tried not to as through time, once she, we talked about it and communicated and said, you know what? I I just want, I just go home 
and eat whatever she cooks and be satisfied. So let's kind of talk about this leaving and cleaving. This is our uh, this has been our journey when we first got married, uh, leaving our parents, but we never left our parents. Um, and that's another thing. When we talk about when God looks at the leaving and cleaving, the cleaving is for us. But the leaving is making sure we put priority on our on our relationship and our marriage because God ordained the marriage and the marriage is to be sacred and is to be holy. Yet he still tells us that we have to honor our mother and our father. Absolutely. So we still have a responsibility to, um, you know, take care of our parents. And then when we have, you know, when there's times of, of, of miscommunication, I think that's something we need to keep within the family if it's not abusive. And make sure you not involve your family because that can become nasty. That's exactly. You know, um, when we would have our discussions and everything, we did our best not to in- involve our parents because, you know, your parents going to take sides. My mom would take side with me. Her mom would take side with her. But you want to make sure that you keep your um, your relationships separate that, you know, you have, you know, you spend quality time for with your parents or for, uh, for your parents, whatever you can do for them. But then make sure you take care of your spouse and your and your family. But not only did we talk, talk about um, leaving and cleaving, but also loving one another. Um, you know, the Bible said that love has a multitude of faults. When I first saw Linda um, at George Washington Carver at her locker, she did not pay attention to me. I paid attention to her, and the Bible says a man that finds a good uh, finds a wife finds a good thing. I knew one day we would get married, so it was like I fell in love with her. So when I fell in love with her, I did everything I could to build a relationship with her, um, and that comes with the three T's. We talk about time, um, and we talk about um, because that leads to other things. So we're going to talk about time. So let's just talk about spending time together. When you're in love with somebody So when you love somebody You do all that you can For that individual And you show them love Because love is an action word Absolutely Absolutely Because a person can always say That they love you But if they don't show That they love Uh, you uh, Like you say It's an action word I can tell you all day long That I love you But not doing anything Towards that Or showing love Then it defeats the purpose Like you say Because love Hides a multitude of faults And and love always Seeks the highest good In the other person That's it And so you always Want to seek the highest good In the other person So like you say Love is definitely an action word and so we want you to have that love for each other not only the love that we talk about for each other but if you don't have that love for each other try to share the love that you have uh, of, of seeking the highest good in your uh, in your spouse or that other individual sometimes you won't like all that they do that's true you won't agree with all that they do but I love you so much that I'm gonna uh, seek the highest good uh, so when we peel back, you know, uh, you know, a banana is good uh, and it looks good, but you don't know the taste of it if you don't peel it back. So a lot of times we have to peel back yeah. to actually get to the source of it or get to the love. Because sometimes that love is not just on the outside. It could mm. be within the inside. But if we never peel back That's the right. banana, you'll never know the, the, the actual uh, love that is within that banana. So you got that love is is definitely an action word. You see, so. y'all see how I'm looking? Uh, that's love that's love that's why I'm Stop. looking at it like <laughs> but that is that is so true you know you have a lot of people that get into relationships and they're getting in relationships because this person or individual because the man is handsome or he has a good mm-hmm. job or he has a nice car 
uh, women, uh, uh, men look at women because they're educated. Um, they 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 are um, um, uh, maybe having everything going for them. They have a home. They have all these things. And when you look at materialistically, if you look at a person materialistically, then that's temporary. That's yes. temporal. Um, when you're in a relationship, you have to be in a relationship um, for 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 love, for friendship, for love. Uh, and you build that relationship by showing this person that you really love them. One of the things that I think once people get married, they forget what they used to do when they were going together. Right. You know, even in marriage, you have to take time out for date night. When you love somebody, if you went to the movies when you were, um, um, we, the old folks call it coating. When you, huh? <laughs> dating. Yeah, dating. When they used to call it coating. <laughs> but yeah, when you were dating, um, before you got married, then you still need to date. You still need to, to know each other. You still need to do activities together. You, uh, one of the things um, the show Love, and, and I, it took me as a man to, to, to continue this, is when I was uh, dating my wife, we used to go to the mall. And we went to the mall, she would grab my hand and we'd be walking down. And I didn't have a problem with that, walking down the uh, mall and we were holding hands. Well, when I got married... I'm like, man, I only got to do. So when she would hold my hand, I would gradually take it loose and act like I wanted to look at a display or something. Um, but that that wasn't right, and and I had to confess that. Uh, and I said, you know what? I'll be one of you. Well, you was holding my hand when we got together. But so that means was that was I faking just to get it, uh, get it, get to have a relationship with her, or was I really serious about loving? So those kind of things like that needs to be continued in a relationship. What are the things that you think need to be continued in a relationship uh, when it comes to love? And this, this shows action that you do love them. Yeah, and I think communication, like you were saying, communication yep. plays a, a big, big part yeah. in a relationship because sometimes, uh, you know, we... We withhold when we get angry. We withhold when things bother us. And then we started thinking that the other person should be able to read our minds. And yeah. the, that person can't read your mind. If you got an issue, you need to sit down and talk about it. Well, you need to bring it to that person's attention. That's you true. know, uh, sometimes uh, we have things that go <laughs> and I say, hey, look, you know, this bothers me. Or we need to sit down and talk about it. But you have to communicate those issues of what bothers you. That's right. Um, my husband is a very, uh, he can function really well at the last minute. And a lot of things he does at the last minute that bothers me. Yeah, I see me uh, shaking my leg. Cause yeah. See, when you get I can't be still. Yeah. And so <laughs> he, he functions very well at the last minute. And so... Uh, I have to he just pops off the door uh, off the top of his head with things and so I'm like where did that come from why didn't we prepare for this why didn't we do this so that's a conflict that we have so we sit down a lot and talk about that because you have to let that individual know what bothers you because if you don't it it can fester in your in your relationship and become a big issue and then you start to draw away from each other because you think that that other person knows and they don't. That's true. So they don't know if you don't tell them that they don't know 
and then you and as being a woman i have to tell you women that stop thinking that men think like women because they don't you know men you have to give them one thing at a time to do so you can't give them multiple things to do and so you have to know that and you have to be able to communicate that with them so i think we have a good part in when it comes to communicating you know, I was sitting here, I'm trying to think of a scripture. There's a scripture in Ephesians that talks about uh, communication, I think it's Ephesians chapter 4, and I'm just trying to find that because a lot of times in, in relationships, people do not do not understand because when you have a miscommunication, it can go into to argue, arguing and then it can go into division and it can go mm-hmm. into separation mm-hmm. and then where there's separation, then you get to a point where there's no reconciliation. Right. And I think in, you know, when you talk about love and when you talk about communicating, we have to make sure we're on the same page because we could be communicating two, two different ideas. Right. And we can think we're on the same page, but we're not on the same page. So um, it's important that we do uh, understand that it's important that we need to make sure that we communicate well. And I'm, I'm trying to find this scripture while we're talking. Um, oh, here it is. It's, it's t- uh, it just talks about um, the spirit, and it talks about, um, in verse 24, it said, Put on the new self, one created according to God's likeness in righteousness, purity, and truth. Verse 25, Ephesians chapter 4, Therefore, putting away lying, speak the truth, mm-hmm. each one to his neighbor, because we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Don't let the sun go down in your anger, and do not give the devil um, an opportunity because when you don't communicate, even if you hold it in, then you give the devil a foothold. And let me tell you something: when we talk about the devil, we're talking about a spirit. You have a spirit where you start planning things in your mind. Mm-hmm. You start thinking different. Um, you know, I always say the, the, the idle mind is the devil's workshop. So we have to make sure that that we be honest with each other. Mm-hmm. And and when you're communicating. Um, there's another thing that when you love each other and you're communicating in the spirit um, in which God has given us, then you don't keep a record of right and wrong. Right. That's absolutely. Because sometimes, you know, in relationships, people try to keep, well, I remember, well, I remember, well, come on. Mm-hmm. That's not love. And you know, we that? could have the same, you know, it, it, we could have an issue or things that we talk about. Yeah. We could have different uh, ways of expressing. It's not, it's, it's the, we have different answers, but it's the same. It's not a right or a wrong answer. Right. And so I can't think that my answer is always the right answer or your answer is always the right answer, you know, and then you, we start. Uh, bickering amongst each other and start here. I remember when I was right and you was wrong, or you was wrong, I was right, and then right. before you start, that keeps a, a division going. Right. And so we definitely don't want to keep a division or separation uh, going into a marriage because then you'll start separating everything. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you just keeping these records of right and wrong. And then, I, I, you know, I've known it, I've noticed couples who talk about. Well, I remember when you did this, and I remember when you did that. And then it moves from that to sometimes shooting a dozen, and it just goes on and on and on and on. And so in in your relationship, in your marriage, don't keep a record of right and wrong. Try to learn to be honest with each other. Mm -hmm. Communicate with each other. 
and understand that love seeks the highest good. Absolutely. And 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 just be honest, and 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 that and honest just means being truthful and being trustworthy. Mm-hmm. If you're honest, then that you ought to be a person that's that's trustworthy. Right. And honesty and being truthful um, comes from being a believer, because the Bible says that the truth shall set you free. Mm-hmm. And the Bible said that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's John 14 and 6. So if we look at truth, we have to see it from God's perspective, and we have to see it from a biblical perspective. And um, that's the standard. That's the measure in which you can make your relationship even better. And then we need to make sure that we look out for one another. You know, I try to look out for my wife. If if when we were working, uh, for instance, let me go back before we retired. When we was working, if my wife got home late and I picked up the children, then we started doing things that needed to be done. Um, my, we've always made an agreement that if I, if my wife cooked, then you wash the dishes. I wash the dishes. That's not being less than a man. That's just coming together and working together as a family. Right. Um, and so, and if, that's where you got to realize that you're a team. You don't work opposite oh, of each other. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. You were you're a team together. I mean, so you wouldn't. I mean, because when you come together, you become together as one. So that's right. you wouldn't shoot your own foot off, would you? Because you become a part of that's that right. person. So uh, when you hurt the in your uh, significant other, that individual, you hurting your own self. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so you got to look out for each other. And that's what that one flush means. I'm glad you brought that up. That's that's working together. We call it a team now and they say there's no iron team but that is when the bible tells us that right. you're no longer twain or long, no longer two but he said you become one and so when you one you work together and, and sometimes that should when you're working together you shouldn't even have to ask the other person what needs to be done mm-hmm. if you see it needs to be done you just need to automatically do it because that help, allows us that, that we're doing everything together and um sometimes we do things together it should be normal it shouldn't be it shouldn't be whether it's, it's a burdensome. Right. Well, you're burdensome about doing things. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, because you, Yeah, because you are one. And yeah. so we just want to express to you today that as we come to you today, we want to let you know that you are, we are one. You are one when you come together and you join together. You don't join together to become two, but you do join together to become one. So as we express today, we want you guys to realize that you are one, that you are a team together, that when you become two people, become one, that you work together for good, for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So today we hope that you have gotten out of the message today that as we come to you that you are one. And we won't want to keep a record of right and wrong. We want to love each other, but we want to make sure that we're together as a team. We are better together. So with that being said. With that being said, always remember, we talked about today, leaving and cleaving. Yes. Just because you leave your your parents does not mean that you leave them alone. But you do bond and you stick together with your new husband or your new wife mm-hmm. because God has joined you together. Secondly, we want to make sure that you love each other. And love means that you love each other unconditionally. You love each other 
um, and seeking the highest good in each other. And then, as she has said, you got to learn to be honest. Be honest when you're communicating. Don't lie to each other. It takes time to learn each other. So just be truthful to one another and look out for one another. That's what we always say. And work together again, like she said, as a team. And I, I think that's that's so good because, like she said, it is better together. Right. So with that being said, we hope that you have. Um, been blessed on this podcast we hope that you got some pointers that you can look at some things again um, don't have a problem commenting um, send us some, some messages so that we know that you're being blessed and you're being helped all right as we come to a close i hope you all have received and retained some knowledgeable information from our episode as always this is the retired, retired party, party of two, two. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And always remember, we we are are better better together. together. God bless. See you later.